Howdy, folks. It's holiday season and, just like Bigfoot, good gifts are hard to find. But don't worry, we got you covered. We sure do. Are you into cryptids and mysterious creatures? Yeah. Do you like cool apparel, decor, media, and more? You know I do. I'm being rhetorical. CryptidCrate.com offers a monthly subscription box filled with various cryptozoology and paranormal-themed items to wear, display, and collect. Expect a carefully curated box filled with creep-tastic pieces from indie makers and artisans pertaining to Bigfoot, Sasquatch, UFOs, ghosts, and many more. It's affordable, too. You can get the original Cryptid Crate box delivered to your door for $39.99 a month. Oh, not bad. Mm -mm. But... What if I'm strapped for cash? Ain't we all? They ain't a problem, though, because they also offer the Cryptid Crate Light Box for only $19.99 a month. If you miss a themed box from prior months, such as the Jersey Devil, Dogman, or Sasquatch, guess what? You can find them on sale at CryptidCrate.com as well. You know, while supplies last anyway. Use the promo code TAILGATE for an additional 15% off the first month of your new subscription. That's T-A-L-E-G-A-T-E. Check out cryptidcrate.com for that perfect gift, or just treat yourself like we did. Now, on with the show. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the tailgate. For those of you just joining us, we're on a road trip across America to uncover the mysteries behind tall tales, fairy tales, folk tales, fish tales, and urban legends, one interview at a time. Now, today's interview is different. It's a side note from our usual supernatural creature and what such. Today, we're honored and humbled to have with us YouTuber and fellow lover of the strange and bizarre, Jacob the Carpetbagger. Hey, you all, Carpetbagger here, coming to you live from the tailgate podcast. Yeah! <laughs> Welcome to the party, bud. Woohoo! Alright, so let's just jump in then. Uh, I know you've explained it on your YouTube channel, but for our listeners who haven't subscribed to it yet, why do you call yourself the Carpetbagger? Uh, originally, I am from the uh, the Midwest. I grew up um, in uh, yeah, yeah. northern Indiana and uh, the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. Uh, so I moved down. I was about 18 years old. I moved down south, and um, I was just absolutely just taken aback by how different it was and just the, the unique culture down here. <laughs> Telling you. So, you know, the carpet, the carpet bagger, it's kind of a, it's a civil war insult really for, you know, northerners who came down to the South after the civil war. So I kind of <laughs> adopted that tongue in cheek as, as my nickname. And you know, the original focus of the channel and uh, my blog before that was kind of, uh, be experiencing Southern culture. Well, for a positive spin, Mary Poppins had a carpet bag. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, God. Take that, Southerners. <laughs> so, <laughs> so well, what drew you to, to covering sites relating to, to, to cryptids, extraterrestrials, and, and other, other curiosity areas, um, as opposed to the more classic theme parks and museums? Um, I think I, you know, my interest in, like, for, you know, I was always interested in, in cryptids, you know, as a kid, uh, especially, like, things like Sasquatch, Space Aliens, yeah. Loch Ness Monster, uh, those were some of my favorite. But, I, you know, as I, as I moved to the South and kind of started 
being an observer, it really fascinated me kind of how these legends tied in to the location, to the town, and then into the local culture. I feel almost like 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 for for me back back when I was a kid, Harry and the Hendersons was one of my favorite films. Yeah. I mean, I'm biased. Like my name's Harrison, so Harry and Harrison are kind of similar. But like, no, I, I feel like that was kind of the start for me. Yeah. Um. Well, who's your favorite cryptid out of out of all of them? I would say my favorite cryptid is Mothman from uh, Point Pleasant, yeah. West Virginia. <laughs> and and the reason I say that is I think he is probably the only cryptid that like ticks every box. It's like it's true. Is he a space alien? Is he a demon? Is he a ghost? <laughs> is he is he just a, some sort of crazy animal? It's like there's there's theories that pretty much put him in like every category. Well, and he's got the men in black tied to him like yeah, yeah. natural mm. disaster. So my grandpa um my grandpa, my papa Arky, he actually lived near Point Pleasant during all of that. So my dad was telling me stories about the Mothman and uh, the tales of his dad to him. So that was that was pretty cool. So you you have a tattoo of them, right? Yeah, I have a tattoo. Who, I have a... who is on your cryptid hall of fame? Oh, let me see. Let me look. I have to look at my arm. To... I have that Mothman. I have a Hodag, the Jackalope, yeah. Sasquatch. Jackalope. Oh, I have Donkey, the Donkey Woman from San Antonio, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> I remember the Donkey Woman from Red Dead Redemption. The donkey lady, the glitch, where like you can ride this woman who has a donkey face. <laughs> well, all right, who who would be next on your Cryptid Hall of Fame tattoo if you had to pick one? Oh man, that's a good one. I'm trying to think who. I'm just trying to think back who's missing. Flat, flat, flat land. Was it the flathead? The flat oh yeah, land. yeah. I think yeah, I think you nailed it there. Flatwoods, Flatwoods monster. Flatwoods monster. Yeah, because that one always looks so cool to me. I had him in a UFO book, but I'm looking him up. People are like he's not a real UFO. He's this weird experiment. I'm like okay, I have yeah, no idea. Who I he love, is. The, I love the Flatwoods monster because he doesn't look like anything else. Like it's, it's no complete. Like the the design of it, he doesn't. He's just. It's, it's, I mean, it's... He looks like a glowworm toy from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like, super spooky at the same time. Oh, he, reminds, he reminds me of, you know, the episode of The Simpsons with Mr. Burns? He's, like, raging yes. and glowing. Yeah, that's kind of... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Next all right. question, next question. All what right. we got? All right, so you've been to Area 51, to the Everglades, Point Pleasant, and even ghost hunted with John from Destinations Unknown. What are some of your real deal spookiest encounters? Um, I would say, um, actually, the, the Area 51, like you mentioned, was one of the weirdest mm. uh, personal encounters I had. We um, we drove out, and I don't know if you've been out to Area 51, but it's in the middle of, not surprisingly, it's out in the middle of absolute, absolute <laughs> nowhere. It's surrounded by these the free-roaming cattle land where the, you know, the, the cows, mm. they walk over the road, the street, there's no fences. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, we were out there, and we were going to go up to the gate that night. But it started getting dark and rain. It was actually raining, which is actually was pretty weird out there. And so we decided we were going to do that in the morning. But we were driving through the desert, and we could see like the the light coming off of Area 51. You know, nothing else is around there, so obviously that's what it was. This big glowing light um, between. Uh, so haunting. Yeah, it really, really was. So, anyways, I was actually filming in the video, and John uh, was, uh, you know, John's there with me. And um, while I'm filming, there's uh, we see these flashing red lights in the in the field in front of us, and um, got it. It's on. It, you check, nope. the, check out the video. It's <laughs> it's it's in the video. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it was. You know, we went back the next day, and 
Um, there was nothing in the field, went to the exact same spot. And actually, while we were there looking in the field, a bunch of fighter jets flew out from behind the mountain, which is nope. pretty nope. freaking crazy. <laughs> nope. Yeah, well, so, so for y'all folks at home, we will post, we'll post a link to the video he's talking about uh, mm. um, uh, on, on, our, on our Instagram at the Tailgate Podcast. Um, no, yeah, I'm better you than me. <laughs> See, I, when I think of Air 51, I just think of like Paul, you know, the movie Paul. It's kind of like it's not that bad. It's like they go during the day. It's like oh, there it is, check. But like man, going at night. Yeah, that would be nope. Yeah, you see that they have like the the white unmarked trucks. Just I mean, it's the middle of nowhere, and those the white unmarked trucks driving up and down the road. It's eerie. It it doesn't. It makes it what makes it even scarier to me is like this earlier this year, the, the American government straight up confirmed UFOs. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's like they yeah. they waited. <laughs> It was like Tom, Tom Deluge from Blink-182 linked the footage like years ago. And now like, oh, yeah, no, he was right. Like, it was, uh, yeah, they waited until we are in the middle of a global pandemic. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, by the way, UFOs are totally real. Moving on. <laughs> but you know what's scary? It's like no one's talking about it. Like yeah, UFOs are confirmed right by the government. And I don't, none of my friends are posting about it. Like, I think when it first came out like that week, people were like, oh, hey, guys, UFOs. I'm like, yeah, you have, why are we why are we just leaving that behind? Like, yeah, like no, let's, let's go back. Let's go. into this. Oh my god, terrifying. Oh, so, of all the strange and fantastic places you've been, one stands out to me. Your pro wrestling career at Supreme Wrestling. <laughs> so, so I've been a wrestling fan since I was a kid. Actually, recently I drew a picture of a, a, a Sasha Banks as Finn from Adventure Time. Wow. It says Boss Time, and she reposted it. That was, it was That's awesome. Yeah, um, uh, but so so Jericho has always been a personal favorite of mine, even back in his Lion Tamer days. I'd say now I'm definitely more uh, Orange Orange Cassidy, and <laughs> he's one of my favorites. Uh, so, what wrestler or wrestlers um, inspired you most, and how did you prepare for your matches against uh, uh, Mortimer Blankenship the Third? Um, well, I guess you know, um, as like like you, I've been a fan ever since ever since I was a kid, and it had been a, a long a, a long dream of mine to be involved in professional wrestling in, in, in some form or, or another. Um, uh, Morty, Mortimer Blankenship III, he, uh, he reached out to me. He was uh, a fan of my videos and invited me, invited me to come out, uh, you know, to, to take part in, in the, in the Supreme wrestling. And, you know, we got to be good friends and we, we talked about, you know, he, basically him walking me through a, uh, a wrestling match <laughs> Um, we built it up. We built it up for months. Um, the the whole the whole premise behind it was um, that you know we both have, we actually look somewhat similar. Uh, we have both have <laughs> both have mutton chops, and uh, nice. so we had a so we had a, a, a fight over who basically the ownership of having mutton chops. <laughs> and so You're yeah. Right. It reminds me of that. Was it Vincent Mann and Donald Trump? Yeah, like, had one the, had to shave their head. <laughs> I think it was a Survivor Series. I don't know which one it was, but it was, it was WrestleMania. WrestleMania, <laughs> man. But yeah, it was. I mean, one of the yeah, one of the best experiences of my life. Having a wrestling match. It was a. Uh, it was about a. You know, it was uh, about a thousand people in attendance. Um, That's pretty big. Jerry Jerry the King Lawler actually wrestled in the in the main event. Which oh was, man, which is just Jerry the King. Because I can because um yes for. One of my all-time favorite wrestling storylines was uh, Jerry Lawler versus uh, Andy Kaufman. Oh yeah! So I took—I yeah. definitely took inspiration from Andy Kaufman, in um, you know, in the build-up to my wrestling match. You know, trying to play the whole like, you know, I'm a YouTuber, I'm a big YouTuber, I've you know, 
and all you small town idiots. <laughs> Let me ham it up. Yeah. Well, you got like a, do you get like a custom singlet and stuff too? Yeah, I got a, I got a custom that, singlet with my big, uh, big face on you, it. How do you even do that? Like, where do you go to customize a wrestling <laughs> gear? Like, I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, hey, I want to be on a wrestling stretchable scene. You can't just like press that on. Like, it's like stretching material. Yeah, actually, I found. I forget the company, but I found a company that you know that that you could just basically you could do it online. I just put in I put in my own logo, and they, you know, they Dang. made that made awesome. it up for me. It was, it got a big. It got, yeah, when I showed up when I showed up with that, I got a good pop out of the wrestlers in the back. <laughs> bucket bucket list cheesehead we got a cheesehead in florida man we got to get custom singlets <laughs> i feel like the florida man is he's got there's got to be a wrestler somewhere called the florida man <laughs> just comes out with like an alligator and and you as know a, like like cut off jorts <laughs> missing a shoe <laughs> got as a, a fun as a fun little side note um a couple of my co-workers when i worked at frozen uh someone gifted them leggings with one of one of them was Elsa. Um, my friend Elise was Elsa, and Brooke was Anna. And on one leg was just this Elsa's big old face, but it was Elise as Elsa. And on the other leg was Brooke as Anna's big old face down the other leg. <laughs> this is the funniest gift I've ever seen. In my life. It's got like their actual. It's not even like the cartoons. They got their actual. No, it was, oh, it was awesome. them in the Frozen single. <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. We need right, we need all those right. as well. We need those as well. So uh, I want to I want the the britches to have our faces on it and I want the top to have our logo on it. <laughs> and I want an alligator. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'll carry a baby gator. Uh, uh all right. Um so you travel a, a whole heck of a lot. What is the hardest thing about being on the road and how do you keep yourself entertained? And why is it our podcast? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I have I been. It's not. I have been listening to your podcast, and, 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 and podcasts. Yeah, podcasts are a big thing for me. Um, you know, just in the car driving. You know, I'm trying to think. My, my record for driving in one day is probably around 16 hours. So uh, a lot of time, a lot of time in the car. That's you know that is. And that's the, by yourself. Usually by myself. Yeah. So that's that's the roughest part. You know, being, being away from my family is definitely rough. Yeah. And that time, <laughs> that time in the car is uh, could be what pretty irritating. Do you do like giant chunks at a time, like, like several? Like, I just picture like if, if I had to do it, I would be like, I'm gonna bring like five shirts. I'm gonna change into a shirt. I'm gonna pretend like it's the next day because like we record, you know, we record a lot like consecutively, but they only come out every every week. So, you know, like what people don't know is like, yeah, we record this pretty pretty consecutively, and then we paste it out because that's just how yeah. we gotta do it. No, I used to do that. I've, heard, I, I've actually tried to slow down a little bit because I was like thought I was killing myself, but, um, <laughs> I would try to like, you know, cause like, you know, time is money. So I, try, <laughs> I would right. try to film as many videos as I could in one day. And I think my record was, I was in Branson, Missouri. And you know, there's a lot, it's a, you know, that's a place where there's like a lot of attractions. Country music. Type. Yeah. And I filmed kind of like Pigeon Forge, right? Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a little smaller, but the same, definitely the same vibe. I filmed 10 videos in one day i just went like from door to door basically from attraction to attraction filming myself for te- you know, 10 10 videos uh, straight that uh, man hey you get it done and then you don't have to worry about stuff for a while <laughs> but now i try to pace myself <laughs> well part of the pacing i noticed is you have i've got to vouch the most comfortable footwear in all creation i have brown crocs as well and i wear the crap i got a new pair for the the quarantine i'm like no i ain't wearing shoes at any point in this quarantine it is all crocs all day no it is really hard it is really hard to go back to wearing shoes 
Yeah. I went, and I think I wore her shoes for like, I was in, I think it was in Orlando recently. I went, mm. I'm trying to think what yeah. it be. I went to Bush Gardens for their Halloween's, their Halloween celebration. How was Green? Yeah. Love that. And um, I wore regular shoes, and I, like, at the end of the night, my feet had just blistered. It, just, it was horrific. <sighs> and I'm like, this is what I get for wearing shoes. So I was, <laughs> well, I was all, all like crocked. I'll cut, I'll I like Bush Gardens too, but like you know, you you've been to Florida enough. You probably you probably know like if it's three o'clock, it thunderstorms, and then within an hour, it is just like it's completely gone, blue skies and humid as heck. Yeah. But mm. when it rains at Bush Gardens, you can't go on nothing. Like all the all the roller coasters, all the roller coasters <laughs> are shut down. So like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, because like in uh, if you're at Disney or something like that, there's all it's pretty easy. Actually, it's, I like I like going to Disney in the rain because the lines get shorter. And there's always mm, so, there's always right. something that you can dip into to get out of the rain. Yeah, a lot of their rides are inside. Yeah, Universal wised up because Diagon Alley is straight undercover at this point. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, yeah. There's an there's a uh, I don't know if you've been to Universal the Diagon Alley section. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's an entire like glass ceiling. So if it rains and storms, you're fine. You can do everything. It's so smart gosh i i, I think i may yeah. not have even noticed that when i was there it you'll notice it when it's raining because that's where everyone goes <laughs> <laughs> um all right so finally I, we've taken enough, enough of your time enough of your time you've been so nice and so patient so um finally are you working on any new creative projects or perhaps making the leap to, to hawaii or alaska or anything anything like that with your, your channel uh definitely I've, I've got hawaii and alaska in my sights because um, this it was this year I finally visited the four all, all forty eight of the continental United States. Like, yeah. I think that's the the nice. next natural step, but they're really far away. So I'm trying to figure out. You got you got to right, you got you got like you got to like pitch it. But like, all right, all right, sweetie, here here it is. <laughs> Happy anniversary. I can't think of anything more romantic than Hawaii. My <laughs> wife and my wife is my wife hates flying. Is is one of the problems too? No, okay, no. even better. Well, I was gonna say take a cruise, but you can't do that right now. No. <laughs> well, when Here's you what can, you do. You're one of those cars that turns into a boat. Hold on, aqua cars. You're like one of those amphibious. Yeah, What's they the had those at have? Disney. You go to Downtown Disney, you can drive a car straight. Yeah, the Disney water. Disney Springs has the. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I think amp I forgot. I've heard them called. I think they call them amphi cars there. I've heard aqua cars too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I wanted to do it, but that's actually really expensive. It is expensive. Super expensive. Um, and as a veteran personality. What advice do you have for aspiring YouTubers, podcasters, uh, or anyone like that trying to entertain out there? Um, kind of just the, the, one of the main things I always tell people is, um, you know, just do it for the right reasons. Do it because because you love it. You know, I never, you know, this is my full-time job, but I never had any mm. intentions of that happening. Um, you know, this started as a hobby. It's something I did, you know, something I paid to do. You know, I, you know, I, I didn't have any return for years. Um, and it eventually just grew into being my full-time job. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, do it, do it because you love it. Or, you know, or that's the only way it's gonna, we're gonna go anywhere. Yeah. And you, you, you gain traction over time, I reckon, right? Like, you yeah. don't just start out the gate like, wow, I just got two million subscribers. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people do get, do get discouraged. But it, you know, it takes a lot of, you know, it, you know what, what's the, what's that expression? You know, d d don't dress for the job you have, dress for the job you want. You yeah, know, Crocs. You know, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you put out, you know, put out, you know, put out the content like there's a hundred, a hundred thousand people watching, even if it's only a couple hundred. Well, yeah, there you go. And someday it'll be a couple hundred. Yeah, thousand. and someday it will be a, a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. Right now All we right, have a couple yeah, hundred. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> awesome. So, 
thank you so much for joining us at the tailgate. It's been absolutely wonderful having you with us, and we really hope to have you on again sometime. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. It's been a ho-dang good time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. But before we go, <laughs> I'd just like to give you a moment to shout out your channel, any of your projects, and, uh, or, or anyone or anything else you'd like. Uh, yeah, the uh, channel is uh, The Carpet Bagger on, on YouTube. Um, there's ways to support the channel if that, that's underneath any video if you're interested in that. But uh, yeah, mostly just watch the channel. The Carpet yeah, you Bagger. Got pins. You got like pins, shirts? Yeah, so it's uh, shirts, enamel pins. Um, I have Patreon where I send out postcards monthly. Yeah. And all that info. Just go to, go to any video and that information will be underneath it. Nice. And again, we, we will link you guys to it uh, in, in, on, on our Instagram. So just just take a look out. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And uh, that wraps up our first special guest interview here on The Tailgate. Yeah. For any questions or stories of your own, just drop us a line at thetailgatepodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at thetailgatepodcast for photos, cast info updates, and mower. <gasps> See you later, tailgaters. Whoop, whoop. Thank you all for joining us. Our special guest today is Jacob the Carpetbagger. You can travel with Jacob through his YouTube channel, The Carpetbagger, and check him out on Patreon and Etsy for cool shirts, enamel pins, postcards, and more. Aaron the Cheesehead is played by Aaron Sherry. You can check out his YouTube channel, so can you, and on Instagram at Aaron Unabridged. Harrison the Florida Man is played by Harrison Foreman. Theme song is performed by Matt Jones. Background music is Biscuit, produced by Luke Rimbo. You can check him out on YouTube as well. This episode is written by Harrison Foreman and edited by Harrison Foreman.